Hey, thank you for listening to the City Life Church podcast. We are leading people to become fully alive in Jesus. We are a church in San Francisco, and we are praying that this word will encourage you, challenge you, and help you grow in your faith journey. If you are taking notes today, uh, you can write down the word kingdom builders. Kingdom Builders, we're going to talk about leaving a legacy that lasts. Before we do that, though, I'd like to give some honor today. Uh, we have two beautiful friends of the house, pastors from um, both MFI churches, um, and I just want to introduce them really quickly. They're here with us today at SoFi. We have Pastor Andrew and Carrie Cromwell from Koinonia Church in Hanford. They're right here on the front row. You guys have heard us talk about um, the churches that my husband and I um, get to help partner with and the, ch- uh, the, the community of believers that our church partners with called MFI. And today you'll get to meet some of those pastors if you're around. But listen, God is using his church globally and we just get to be a part of something here in San Francisco. And what a joy it is to visit and to see what God is doing in churches all across California, all across the U.S. and across the world. It's beautiful. They brought their son with them and their daughter, but their son is going to attend our leadership college coming in the fall. Come on. (laughs) So you're going to want to get to know him because he's going to be family real soon. And um, if you want to join the leadership college and you are just out of high school and ready to just secure your foundation, maybe you've been out for a while, but you'd like to learn more about your faith and how to stand in this generation um, as a godly young man or woman, we want to invite you to sign up for leadership college as well. But also we have some longtime friends and uh, pastors Poncho and Laura Louder, and they are in Austin, Texas with Dreamers Church. Yes, they brought their kids with them as well. And fun fact, both Pastors Andrew and Carrie and Pastors Poncho and Laura, they all have four kids. We have four kids. So it's like a four kids pastor club around here. <laughs> anyway, you can be part of the club. Just talk to me later. Anyway, I'll, I'll help you. Yeah, you too can be part of the club. <laughs> but what I, what I love is if you will look into the lives of people around you, what you're seeing on the front row here today is what we're talking about. It's called legacy. And it's called families and people who are dedicating their lives and hearts to the kingdom of God, but also to building a family that will reach into the next generation. And last week when my husband asked me to preach, I was like, oh, I've only got a week to prepare. What am I going to preach on? He said, you can preach on whatever you want. And God dropped the word faithful into my heart. And it's funny because I didn't tell the worship team to sing this song. But God reminded me of a moment about, I think it was a little over two years ago when I was in Portland, my home church, and I was at uh, my daughter's uh, then Bible college graduation of two years, her associate's degree, and I was sitting next to my parents in the church that I grew up in. And um, they started to sing a song. My parents stood up. We were singing like they always do. They raised their hands. Their hands were just lifted high, and they were worshiping. And I looked over, and I'm like, wow, my daughter, is, my daughter is getting ready to graduate. I've got my kids with me. My parents are here. What a legacy. This is beautiful. And the song that they began to sing was the one that we just sang, All My Life You've Been Faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. With every breath that I'm able, I will sing of the goodness of God. And I know their family history. I know what they've walked through to be here. We were in the same church, and they've been in the same church for almost 47 years, 48 years. They have dug trenches deep in their family line to allow me to stand here today, to allow our family to have a legacy. And as I was, I was thinking about the faithfulness of God, I remembered the legacy that they've left in my life. And I wanted to, as a mama of the house, 
house show you and encourage you how you too can leave a legacy in your family and in your generation and in this church and this city and wherever God has planted you. And it's so important that we understand that we're not just watching people around us do something great. God has called us to stand up in our generation, to stand up in our family and to be counted. And so I want to encourage you today to lean in just a little bit. My parents were sitting there, both of them with their hands raised they're not pastors, but they've been involved in church their entire life. They were small group leaders, and they were the ones who would come, you would come to prayer for, and they would, they would listen to somebody's story, and their heart would be torn towards them. My dad did go to Bible college, and so he would begin to mentor and train these people that he would meet for the first time, and what would find that they would end up at our house. And my parents lived out the life of shepherding, caring for people. They never received a title, but they've lived for years and years and years as faithful pillars in the house of God. And it doesn't matter what your title is or what your role is. You have been called on the line to be somebody that matters to the people around you, to somebody in this church or somebody maybe in your neighborhood or at your workplace. And as we're learning about what this is, you've been set apart. And maybe you're here for the first time today. Welcome to the family. First time you're a guest, second time you're a family. So second time here, anybody? <laughs> you are part of what God is doing here. And um, as I was thinking about just the tears that were rolling down their face as they were singing, God, all my life you've been faithful with every breath. This year they're celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. And I just, I, I said, God, I want to be like that. I want to be somebody who lives it out for the long haul for the, to the best of my ability as much as it depends on me. Sometimes maybe you're in the room and you tried your hardest, but the legacy hasn't gone the way that you wanted. Can I tell you, today is a fresh start. From this day forward, from this day forward, we're going to live a legacy that matters and that um, God is going to give us strength today. And so let me just pray real quickly and we're going to dive right into this. Lord, I thank you for every person who's with me today, whether online or in the room. God, you know our story. You know where we've been. And God, I thank you have a vision for each one of us. I pray as the word is preached today that our hearts would be encouraged and challenged. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, let's start out with some scripture. Romans 14, verse 17. Romans 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Listen, today right after church, maybe you saw it, we're starting our, our summer Sunday treats. We've got boba outside in our church. We love to eat. We love to have fun. We love to hang out with each other. But that's not all that it's about. What it's really about and why we come together and why we're building a legacy and working so hard in this city is because we believe God has called us to pass the baton on to the next generation. And the way that we do that is by learning to, um, learning to hear the voice of God and do the best that we can to dig the foundation for the next generation. And so as we look into the word of God, God is asking us to get right with him. The kingdom of God is righteousness. That's a fancy word for being right with God. Being right with God, God today, even as we were doing communion, you had an opportunity to get right with God and get right with each other. It is so important for us to recognize how important unity is. We'll talk about it again in a minute, but unity, the Bible says where there's unity, God commands a blessing, a commanded blessing. Do you want blessing on your life? Do you want blessing in your families? God commands a blessing in the places where there's unity. So fight for unity. And in that place, because of it, because of righteousness with God, because of getting right with people, then peace and joy in the Holy Spirit actually is the result. And it's beautiful. Matthew 6, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. There's a couple of quotes that have impacted my life, and maybe they'll impact yours as we start to talk about this. The great use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it. 
The, great use, the greatest use of life is to spend it for something that will outlast it. As we get into this today, I want to ask you a question. What is the legacy that you're building? What is the legacy you want to build? Your story is the greatest legacy that you will leave to your friends. It's the longest lasting legacy that you will leave to your heirs. The things that God is doing in your life. My testimony today is because of what my parents have taught me and what they've showed me, the faithfulness of God. When they stood there with tears running down their face, singing God every breath that I'm able, I know they almost didn't make it through COVID. I know that many times they almost didn't make it through their marriage. I know the struggles that we walked through as a family and you know your own as well. And when you stand in the house of God and you lift your hands and say, God, every breath that I have left, everything that I am, God, I give it to you. And God, I'm going to sing of the faithfulness of God, and I'm going to tell the people around me of the faithfulness of God. That is what changes history. That's what builds a legacy. This is what helps also build the kingdom of God. Because your story, it outlasts you, and it is passed on to the next generation. And then there's this, how you face trials and setbacks determines your legacy. Part of the reason why I find strength today to be able to make it through whatever comes my way is because I saw my parents not give up. I saw them stay in it. I saw them stay in their marriage when it was hard. I saw them stay in church even when it was difficult to get to church. I am a mom of four, and I remember many, many, many Sundays with little kids, and the hardest thing ever is trying to get those kids out the door into church. I don't know why. It's always Sundays. <laughs> Sundays is always a problem. Maybe for you, you don't have kids. Maybe your alarm didn't go off. Maybe like me this morning, you're carrying your cup of coffee, drops out of your hand, shatters all over the floor, a full fresh uh, thing of coffee. And I'm like, why today? <laughs> why? I just spent an extra 15 minutes. So um, anyway, that's sidetracking. But the idea is... Sundays. Why is it always Sundays, right? Where it's like on the way to church, you and your spouse get into it. You're like, ah. Side note, also, another side note, my husband and I decided many years ago we were freshly married and we were getting into fights or talks on the way to church every single Sunday. And then we get to church and we had to be like pastors in church and try and raise our hands. And I remember one time coming up to me and like, Elena, are you okay? Is, you know, do you, do you need prayer? I'm like, ah, I can't tell you. I just got in a fight with my husband on the way here. It's not fair. What we realized is that the enemy is always looking for ways to keep you away from places that will cause you to grow. The house of God is one of those places. And so there will always be opposition. There will always be something that says, don't go today. Maybe you woke up late. Maybe something happened in your family. This is a place that God has given us to grow. And listen, Maybe the word is not as deep as you want it to be, but here's the thing. You can hear Jesus loves me over and over every single day, and it means something different every single day. It's your heart status that matters, and God is preparing a place for you here where you can grow and hear the voice of God, and maybe it's just confirmation because you've done the work during the week to hear the voice of God already, but maybe in church, it's just confirmation of what God wants to remind you that not only am I going to feed you, but then also I'm going to ask you to be about it. I'm going to ask you to look around and find somebody who needs care. I'm going to ask you to come and be not only a kingdom builder in your house, but in his church as well. And find somebody who's lonely. Find somebody who needs to be brought into family and care for them and bring them in as well. How you face trials and setbacks determines your legacy. Have you ever been in church with somebody that you know and you know what happened in their life recently? You know the setback, you know the hardship, and yet you see them with their hands up worshiping God 
What an amazing testimony that is to them and their character and the faithfulness of God, right? I want to be that kind of person that when somebody that knows me best knows that even in the middle of it, I chose to come anyway and I chose to lift my hands and I chose to be in the place where God can, God can heal my heart. There's healing here. There's healing for you. And I want to commend you for choosing to be here. I was thinking through different people that have left a legacy, and, you know, many of them did have a lot of setbacks, and it's how they responded to it that helped them make it through to the next. Think about Albert Einstein. They say he failed at least 100 times, if not more. Failure is not the end, people. Maybe you've had a setback. Maybe you've had a divorce. Maybe you've had the death of a dream. Something happened. Listen, it's not the end. Try again. Get back in the game. Today is your day to begin again and say, today, as From this day forward, I'm going to leave a legacy. What about Martin Luther King Jr.? We all know the struggle and trial that he had to walk through to leave a legacy, but we know what the effects they have been on our life and what what can happen if we just stay in the game. Mother Teresa, I don't think she was even known as Mother Teresa until she was about 80. (laughs) And the, the legacy that she left, she had to live a long life of being faithful. And because she gave, she, she, she gave her life to the kingdom, because she gave her life to be a kingdom builder, and also she didn't have natural children. So if you don't have natural children today, this is not a message that passes by you. You are a kingdom builder, meaning that you have a legacy to leave. You have a legacy to leave. Mother Teresa left one of the greatest legacies. Nelson Mandela, he was in jail for a long time. I don't care what your past has been. God sees you. He knows where you're at. He knows the future that he has for you. And he says, today is a day of demarcation. Today is a day where we look at how to step into building a legacy that truly lasts. So the big idea today is legacy is built in the day-to-day decisions of your life. Sometimes we forget that it's the mundane, everyday decisions that actually build a legacy. It's the, it's the moment in the morning when I decided to go anyway to church, when my kids were having a hard time getting to church, or when I had a bad attitude like I did this morning in the car, because my morning was thrown off by the coffee, and my daughter is like, hey, maybe we should turn on some worship music, and maybe we should pray for mom, and I realized in that moment that she was doing to me what my dad had done to me and what I had done to her many, many times resetting the atmosphere, building a legacy. When I, was, when I was a kid and I would get frustrated or be angry in the car, my dad would be like, hey, let's turn on some worship music and just change the atmosphere. And I didn't get to have that bad attitude. We would, you know, he would pretty much force me in a way, but like, no, look, we're going to take, we're going we're to do something different here. When I had a bad attitude against friends, when I was frustrated, when there was no unity, like we talked about today in my heart, I'd had a disunity with somebody. My, my dad would literally pull over the car and make me pray for them. <laughs> Like, stop. Stop your arguing. Stop your complaining. Stop talking about it. Be about it. Pray for them. Choose to forgive them and watch what God will do. Watch what God will do. And today, my daughter, she did the same thing to me. (laughs) But here's the thing. We're building a culture. We're building something that lasts because it really matters, the day-to-day decisions, the little things. It mattered to me today. It mattered to my family before. It mattered even when I was a kid. The legacy that was built, the everyday decisions, they really, really matter. Legacy is built when your personal aspirations benefit and build up the next generation. My dad often would also tell me, my mom and dad, 
we would walk into, I would walk into a church service when I was about eighth grade. I had gone through a pretty rough season. Many of you, I don't know if you've been there in junior high as well, rough season with friends, right? It wasn't going so good. And I was just angry and frustrated. And my parents made me open up the word of God, made me open up to Psalms and Proverbs. And I just read the scripture until something changes in your mind. Read until something, until something shifts inside of you. And they didn't force me, but they encouraged me to. And I did it. I took the challenge. And I guarantee you, things began to shift. And in fact, maybe you're new to church or new to some of the songs that we sing. The songs that we sing, especially the ones that we sing today, they come straight from the book of Psalms. And they come straight from people's lives who said, God, all my life you've been faithful. God, I will sing of the goodness of God. And maybe that can be your story as well, where when you're facing trial, you can be consistent in the day-to-day things and decide, I'm not just going to wallow in this, even though I deserve it. I'm going to go to the word of God. I'm going to encourage myself in the word of God. And I'm going to begin to sing out because my Uh, my life matters and what I'm doing in my day-to-day matters, not just on Sunday, but people around me are watching, people at my work, people in my neighborhood, my family, my children. They're walking, they're watching how I react to things. Legacy is built in consistency. That's one of the big things I want to leave you today. Consistency is what builds legacy. My parents, they taught me a heart for the house. They taught me steady decisions. They taught me not to make decisions when I was emotional. They taught me to forgive. They, they, they taught us as a family that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, Joshua 24, 15. They said, listen, we've made a decision. We're going to serve the Lord. And when the house of God is open, we're going. Youth group, you're going to go. Why? Because there are people there that will tell you the same things I've been telling you. <laughs> And they'll confirm, also, God has a word for you. And if you don't go, you're going to miss out. And so they taught us a value for the house of God, not because we were titled pastors and we had to be there, but because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And they showed up, and God met them there. And then God taught us in that lonely season. My, my dad said, hey, stop looking at yourself. My mom said, look, maybe there's somebody else that's lonely. Maybe you can care for them as well. And I learned how to, instead of walking into church, care about who was talking to me, even at a young age. And they said, go and find somebody who needs to be talked to. Go care for somebody. And it changed my perspective. I no longer, well, there's a part of me that did care, but truly my eyes, I got it off myself. And I started looking at how to care for somebody else. And it changed everything. But the consistency of they didn't, my parents didn't just tell me to do that. I watched them do it. I watched them stand and pray for people. I watched them care for people in church. And maybe you haven't had the luxury of having godly parents or grandparents. Listen, we are talking about building a legacy starting today from this point on that continues into the generation that builds something that will last. This is the moment, and you know it maybe if you've been here for a while, we've been talking about this for a while, but you have the opportunity. We talked about the freedom retreat. There is an opportunity for you to break off from the past and begin a brand new story into your future. And if you're standing in the room today, you're part of the family of God, which means, in a sense, my husband and I get to be the mother and father of this house, and we get to begin a legacy that starts with where God has brought us and just pass it on to you. So my job today is to pass the baton to you and say, come on, let's go together. We are the family of Christ. No matter your background, no matter what you've been through, together now we have a history. Together, what I've learned, uh, because of the kingdom of God, I get to pass it on to you. There's a kingdom-building legacy here. 
not just walking in based on where you've been or where your family has been, but as for today, we get to build consistency. It's interesting because we've been talking about the faithfulness of God, and <clears throat> there have been so many times throughout my life where I remember my parents were on food stamps for a season. I remember the chunk of, uh, of, of uh, cheese that we had, and I remember the, the, I remember the milk that was powdered that I would eat. It was sweet, right? It was back in the day, back in the 80s. I remember those moments, but I remember my parents praying. They never stopped tithing. We talked about tithing last week. They never stopped. They had no money, but they continued to tithe. God never failed us. Never, ever, ever. They didn't say, hey, maybe when it gets better, maybe we'll continue to go to the house of God. God hasn't been faithful. All along the way, they said, no, our God is faithful. He'll see me through to the end. That legacy, that legacy is where I stand, and that legacy is where you can stand alongside me. And say, whatever you've learned, whatever you've seen in me, let me pass it on to the next generation. You'll see in the house of God, my, my daughter sitting on the front row, my four kids, my, my nephew Tommy, who is on base today, my nephew David, who is the youth pastor here. They've been part of a generation of, of leaders and, and people who have gone back at least five generations of those who have prayed and believed God. Somebody along the line said, I'm going to leave a legacy. And today we have young people who can step into destiny from a very young age because they've been prepared and legacy has been passed on. Maybe that's not your story, but I'm here today to announce to you that today is the day where it starts. Maybe you haven't believed it, but today we stand together. You're my sister. You're my brother. We are part of the kingdom of God, and I'm passing you the baton to say legacy starts now. We'll build a legacy in our home. We'll build a legacy with consistency, and we will build a legacy in the kingdom of God that lasts to the generations. Legacy is also built by faith taking steps toward the future, even when you don't see it, when it's not yet visible. Maybe you don't see what you know in your heart God has said that you would do, or maybe you don't see the restoration of your marriage yet or the restoration of friendships. Listen, a legacy is actually built by moving towards what is right, even when you don't yet see it. Proverbs 28 or 29, 18 says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. Today, if I can give you anything, I want to give you a prophetic vision of what your life can look like for the future. You can pass on consistency. You can pass on faith. You can pass on good character to whoever is around you, your natural children, the people around you, the person sitting next to you, the person at your work. What you have received from Christ, the freedom, the peace, the comfort, God wants you to tell that story to other people. Legacy is built by character, by unity. We talked about unity. It's funny, this was already in my notes. Jeremy didn't see my notes, but he talked about the unity, how important it is for us to have unity. Listen, in church, it's often, just in the world, it's often to have odds with people. The Bible says that offenses are going to come. It's just going to happen. But what you do with them is what matters. It's built by having good character and by not running from problems and Deleting people from your life because they offended you. No, you actually go to them and you fight for unity until you get to unity. You work through it. You say, listen, brother or sister, not that you have to be best friends with those people, but you need to bring them as a brother and sister in Christ. What would you do with your normal brother and sister? Maybe you haven't seen it healthy, but a normal, godly family stays together. There's something about the fact that my parents have been in the same church for over 48 years. 
rooted in the house of God. We don't see it very often today. Most of us were from church to church, different places. But there's something about when I look back on my history and I look back on what God has done, I can say, actually, there is something about staying power. There's something about the, the ability to grow your roots deep down somewhere and to say, today, as for me and my house, we are believing in the vision that God has given us. God has called us here. We're going to build the kingdom and we're going to build our own houses for the kingdom of God. And what you see is when people b decide to make a brand new start, when they decide, actually today, today is the day that we're going to serve Jesus. Today, it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. What matters is the decision that you make today. And then carry it out. Consistency tomorrow. Even as patience, good attitude, wise reactions, processing your emotion, those things, they really matter. That's character. What is character? Character is the strength of who you are, truly, when the storms come. It's actual submission to God, submitting to God when things go, go haywire, when things go crazy. It's so important to understand that as we leave a legacy from generation to generation, it takes intention. It takes intentionality. Again, my question is, what is the legacy that you're leaving? And what is the legacy you want to leave? Maybe you've never written it down. I challenge you today. Ask the Lord, God, what, how, how do you want our future generations to look back and, and talk about what we established and what we did? Listen, it's not just about us, though. Together we can create a legacy that your family is healthy and my family is healthy. To the best of our ability, we're going to continue to stand with each other when something goes wrong. Maybe you have a child who's walked away from the Lord. Listen, you can pray that God will bring them back, and I believe that God will. You can stand in the gap. You can still be steady even when everything is not perfect. Why? Because you believe with eyes of faith that God will do something. Jesus said this. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. When he said that, the disciples had already been making plans for themselves. They thought that Jesus had come to be the natural king of Israel, and they were making plans to be the greatest. They were like, hey, I'm going to position myself, and I'm going I'm to take my place of authority, so when he becomes the king, I get to be somebody special. And it was all messed up because Jesus said, actually, it's not, about, it's not about what your plans are. It's about how you leave a legacy for the next generation, and it's about people. And he said, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is in heaven. You today, maybe your healthy family life wish, maybe it's fallen apart. Maybe it's not there. Maybe it doesn't look like mine. But this is not your home. Your home is in heaven. You are part of the kingdom of God, something bigger than you, something bigger than your family. And God wants to invite you into a place where you can say, my kingdom is not just of this world, but it's connected to the house of God, and that's connected to the future. And because of the legacy that I can join hands with somebody else, now we're together, brothers and sisters, and the strength that I have, I can pass on to you. And I can say, hey, my family legacy is I do have at least three generations of people who've been praying for me. And so so now because I'm your sister, I'm going to stand next to you, and now you do too. We're, you're part of my family. You're my sister in Christ. You're my brother in Christ. We are building the kingdom of God, and we're going to take it by force. Why? Because we're getting healthy, because we're catching vision, because we see what God wants to do. We're building into unity and into character. John Calvin said it this way. It is the task of the church to make the invisible kingdom visible. <laughs> We do that by living in such a way that we bear witness to the reality of the kingship of Christ in our jobs, our families, our schools, and even our checkbooks 
because God in Christ is king over every one of these spheres of our lives. The only way the kingdom of God is going to be manifest in this world before Christ comes is if we manifest it by the way we live as citizens of heaven being subject to the king of kings. Listen, you're part of a different kingdom if you've come into the church. It's called the kingdom of God. We are brothers and sisters, and individually in our own homes and our lives, we're building a legacy that was passed on to our natural family members. But together, we're building something that outlasts all of us and goes into the next generation. I want to see a church that goes on to, to, to reach others even after we're gone. I'm not building it. We're not building it upon us. We're building it upon the foundation, which is Jesus Christ. And we're a part of this. And today, I want to challenge you to look into your own family history, your own family line, and say, hey, listen, maybe it's pornography. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a deceive, deceiving heart or cheating or lying, whatever it is. And maybe that's been part of your past. But today, you can actually cut that off in the name of Jesus and say, this does not go further with us. This does not go into our generation. Today, I'm making a choice to be a person of character and to follow after Jesus. Every breath that I'm able, I will sing of the faithfulness of God. Every breath that I can, every choice that I have, every decision in the day-to-day, when nobody's watching, that's how my legacy is built. Listen, we're in a place, I, I, we're driving um, from Southern California this week, and it said, um, high, don't be high or get a DUI. <laughs> and um, I, I didn't, couldn't remember the full thing, but I, as I was thinking through, it was interesting because there's so many things these days that we would justify, so many things that are legal. And it's a matter of character before us and God how we deal with that. Our families are watching. Maybe nobody in church knows what happens during the week, but listen, what we're addicted to whether it's our phones, whether it is pornography, whether it, whatever it is, those things, they actually are what break down legacy. Those are things that will destroy your future. And if I could just implore you as a mother in the house of God to do a little bit of work on the inside to discover those things that will cause your legacy to be broken, and say, actually, today, God, I just, I just want to repent and I want to get right with you. God, help. You know what? You might need help and that is okay to admit, God, I need help. I need help. Anything that you are dependent on that allows you not to hear the Holy Spirit is wrong. You need to be able to hear the Holy Spirit. Read the Bible. Read the Word of God. What does it say? Does your Bible, does your life align with the Word of God? That should be how you live your life. That's how you build the legacy. 2 Timothy 1.5, Paul is talking to Timothy, and he says, I remember your true faith. It's the same faith that your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice had. I'm sure you have that same faith also. What I love about Timothy is he's a significant player in the Bible, and you read, he's got two books named after him. It's fantastic. But what you find is that he was very young. He might have even been a, they say he might have been a brand-new teenager by the time he stepped into ministry. He was ready. Why was he ready? Because it, sh it listed the names of the mother and the grandmother who were building a foundation of character in his life. I don't know everything that they sacrificed. I know Timothy was from, in their culture, a mixed background. He had a Greek father and he had a Jewish mom. I don't know what he faced. But listen, his family fought hard to teach him character, to teach him the ways of God, so that when 
he recognized the gospel, he stepped in and into alignment and into ministry fast. You have the opportunity to say for right now, for everybody that's involved with me, everybody who's connected, this is my spiritual heritage, this is my natural family, I'm going to do the very best that I can to teach them and train them in the ways of God so that when the time comes, they can step up faster. They can step into it. The next generation after me should be able to stand on my shoulders because I chose to have good character and have good decisions. And that's what we see in Timothy. Timothy was a recognized leader at a young age because what God can do in our heart is all in advancing the kingdom. He was active, faithful member with good character. But here's the thing. The legacy started when his parents taught him good character. We hear about Timothy, and we hear their names, but the reality is we need to remember, you matter. Where it starts matters. The history matters today. Some of you, maybe your background has been hard, and you did have a, a praying grandmother or a praying, praying family member, and it, it just didn't go right. Listen, our God is a restorer. He plans to restore you. He plans to restore your children. He plans to restore your relationship. It is about unity and it's about a legacy that God wants to build. The most beautiful stories are the broken ones. The most beautiful stories are the restored ones. When you can be open about it and say, I was broken and I was lost and I was hurting, but God, but the faithfulness of God and but what he did and I made the wrong decision, but God. From today, you have a decision to make that. And so how do we find ourselves living in a place where God commands his blessing and peace and joy is found in our homes? I want to just give you a couple points as we begin to close out. And I'm going to invite the worship team to come up. We're going to just sing that last part. I will sing of the faithfulness of God. But how, how to be about building the kingdom of God? Number one, it's simple. Just have a heart for the house of God. Understand that what you're planted in, it's bigger than you. Your history and who you are doesn't just depend on what your natural family line looks like, but it is actually what God has done in your life so far because you're connected to the house of God. Have a heart for the house. Number two, remember and record God's faithfulness. I say this often, so it's kind of something I talk about a lot, but have you remembered to write down the stories of what God's already done? so easy to forget the good things that God has done. We remember all the hardships. And sometimes we pass on the hardships instead of the faithfulness of God. My challenge to us is to get out a notebook, get out your notes app, something. Begin to write down the faithful things of God. Because they see the hard things already. But when you can point out and, and declare the faithfulness of God, even in the middle of the hardship, that's where the story is at. That's where real legacy is built. It's in your character. It's in your day-to-day Identify toxic behavior in your family line. We talked about it a little bit, but it's so important to build a legacy that lasts, to build the kingdom of God. We have to be people who will take it by force, looking honestly at our family line, looking at the truth. Those closest to us, they already see it. We can't lie to ourselves. We can't lie to them. Pretend like, oh, I'm going to be, just because I came to church doesn't make it all better. No, we have to be people of character that go deep into those areas and say, God, help Sometimes that's the greatest prayer. God, help. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to change it. God does. You're part of his family line. You're part of his character. You are bought with his blood. He loves you. You are his daughter, his son. Not just even part of mine. You're part of a greater family, a greater bloodline. You've been grafted in because God has a vision for you and for your family and for what he would do. It's time we catch the vision that God has for us personally, whether it's for your children, 
whether it's for just uh, the, 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 the heart that you have for people around you. Mother Teresa, one of the people who was one of the greatest world changers of caring for people of all time, she didn't have a natural family, but she changed the world. I don't care what your story is today. God sees it. He knows exactly where you're at, and he calls you. He calls you into this place of remembering who he is. And the last thing is to keep the unity. Go and get right with people. Why? Because people matter most. They did to Jesus, and they do to us. As the worship team sings this song, I'm just going to ask you to stand, and we're going to just, if you have anything that you need to ask God, God, today, maybe you're in that, maybe you're in this place, and you want to say, God, I'm, I want to sing about your faithfulness, but I don't know you yet. Or maybe you're in this place, and you say, God, it's been a rough road. I've done some things I'm ashamed of. God, letting you to know today there is forgiveness and there's peace. Just ask him for forgiveness. God, today I need your help. I need your forgiveness. We're going to sing this chorus out. And I just want you to have a personal time with Jesus as we sing this. Just raise your hands if you want to. Remember what he's done. Let's just take a moment with God here as we close out. Can we sing for a moment?
each one of our stories, God. You see where we're at. And I pray today in the name of Jesus that you would encourage, God, your people today, that there would be hope and vision in your house today. Father, I ask you, Lord, each one of us, God, that stand, God, in this house, that we would sense your presence today, that you would come and that you would break off addiction. God, in the name of Jesus, that you would break off generational curses and sins over our life. God, we identify these things in the name of Jesus. And we say that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Today we make a choice, God, today, this far and no longer. We're not passing on deceitfulness, lying, those things to our next generation, but we are running hard after you. God, we thank you, God. We get to be a part of your kingdom a part of your legacy, oh God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would come today to bring healing. There's some of you in the room today and you just need a healing touch of God over your life, over your, over your past. If you need healing from God today, would you just raise your hand all over the room? God, I thank you that you see every situation, every story, God, every broken place, hands all over the room and online. God, I thank you you see everything, God, every broken place. And God, everything that didn't go the way that we thought or the way that we planned. God, some of us have lost loved ones, God. Some of us have, have lost those, God, who should have been faithful and stood in the gap. God, some of us, Lord Jesus, are standing here, God, remembering your faithfulness. And some of us are saying, God, I want to be that. Father, I pray today for the power of your spirit to bring healing to the broken places, God. Father, we need you. We admit that we need you today. God, I thank you today that you bring hope and healing, that you bring restoration and peace. We thank you for that, oh God. If you're in the room today and maybe you need to get right with God, maybe you're in the room and maybe you're just brand new and you've never given your life to Jesus, this is an opportunity for you. I wanna invite you to pray with us, the rest of the church as we pray. Let's pray this prayer together. Say, dear God, I need you. I admit that I'm a sinner. I need help. I need help for my future. I pray that you would change me. As you forgive me of my sins, God, I pray you would make me new. Take control of my life. Thank you for a new life. Thank you for a new future. Thank you for the legacy you have for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, church, today as we close out, this is a day of demarcation for you. This is a day where you can say that God met me in this place and changed my future. Maybe some of you walk out of here with even a new, a new vision, a new, a new vision for what God can do for your future. It's time. It's time to be all God has called you to be. He brought you here for a reason. Because you get to be a legacy maker. Not just a part of a legacy, but you get to make the legacy as you align yourself with the kingdom of God, as you align yourself with the word of God. If you prayed that prayer today, there's a card right in front of you. We'd love to have you pick that up and take it out to our Connection Center. We have um, a team that is ready to meet with you and give you a Bible and also help you with a, um, a course that we have called Fresh Start that will help you in your journey of faith. I'm going to invite Aaron to come forward as we close out, but I just want to remind you that today is a day where God is changing your history. Today is a day where you can leave a legacy. Thank you very much.